0: You're listening to the Platte River Bard.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger.
0: And I'm Sherry Berger.
1: And today we are here with some folks from Mills Maskers. And we have the director of one of their upcoming shows, Carrie Drake, along with a whole bunch of the cast and it's the Yay. cast of Blithe Spirit. Welcome, one and all.
0: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've never had this many guests before and the podcast. is so much fun. <laughs> How
1: exciting.
0: <laughs> I love it. So I think we should probably do a little bit of a round robin. Sure. Do you want to start us? Well,
1: let's go ahead and just start with the director, Miss uh, Carrie Drake, the director. Hello. Uh, welcome. How did you decide to pick? blithe spirit and give us a little background real quick
2: our uh, season was decided by our board down Mm -hmm. there at the barton row theater in glenwood iowa typically we do a musical this time of the year Mm. and uh you know cast of thousands whole nine yards right but with the covid the way it was back in the beginning of january and not quite sure where things could end up felt like maybe cast of thousands was a little bit of a reach mm. and Fair then, enough. you know, and then also audience, you know, you're looking ahead and then you're still wondering, well, what's the audience going to look like in March? Are people going to want to go out? Yeah. So with consideration with just everything where it was, a small cast seemed appropriate and we decided on Blythe Spirits for a couple of reasons. One, it's a classic Yes, uh, by by Noel Coward. And it's one of those uh, that to for theater people it it is recognizable. Also, they had just made a movie about it uh, a couple years ago in 2020. Yeah. So we thought that maybe some of the younger audience may have seen the movie and then would be interested in what you know well mm-hmm. what does it look like at the theater? And we uh, the Mills Maskers had actually done Blythe Spirit several years ago, and Ken might remember how far back it was. I, I don't. Um, do you, Ken? Remember how far back no. we may have done Life, Spirit? I have
3: Ten or fifteen years. So,
2: okay. That, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So it it just seemed like a a fun thing to revive, and it is. It's farce. It's a British farce, and so it lets it lets people dust off their British accents um, <laughs> if they'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on the other part of it, from the actor part of it it is a challenge this is a technically it's a it's a very challenging show so it's one of those you know for the for the artists and the actors who decide to participate in it when they're done they will have a really great accomplishment to uh, be very proud of Um, because it's 90 pages of a lot of script it's, I, I believe Don can tell you a little bit more about that because he counted all of his lines.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> Isn't yeah, um, is that true? Isn't that true, Don? You
4: counted. Yeah, I'm am um, that type of a person.
2: Yes. Yes.
5: <laughs>
1: so now, is uh, now is Don playing? Uh, Don, are you playing Charles? Yes. Uh, yes, I am. Don I is am. Playing
2: Charles. Yes, he is. And and so. it's Don
0: Vinkenbird right yeah
4: yeah vinkenberg you got it you got it (laughs) how many lines then uh, I have 610. Holy oh, cow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, and a lot of them a lot of them are very long. The last one is about a three-minute monologue. Wow. Okay. But, Does that count
0: as one line, though? Yeah, yeah, that's that's
4: one line, one <laughs> whole line. <laughs> so and it has been difficult, you know, because it is a British show, and yeah. uh, they, they speak differently a little bit, and their dialect is a little bit different, so it doesn't click as fast as, like, an American show would. And with the amount of lines and like not having a scene partner at home to read with, it's been it's been a little bit of a bit of a challenge. But oh, it's been really fun to take on. Actually, I'm 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 always here for a big challenge. I love challenges, and hey. this is definitely a big one for me. So i I love it.
0: Yeah, there there's got to be a trick for monologues. I mean, we were talking to someone the other day, oh. and they were saying that they had a lot of lines, but they were um, they'd use some kind of software to have the lines you know, the other person's lines fed to them so that they could just go through the lines and then say their lines mm-hmm. and then back and forth. But for a monologue, gosh, what would you do?
1: I don't, yeah. How you, would you do that? You, you do it however you do it. <laughs> Everybody has their own way.
4: True to that. Oh,
1: my gosh. And,
2: um, yeah, speaking of learning lines, Deborah is um, our Elvira in the play, and she's the one that became... Um, brought that to our attention. And uh-huh. she's she's much more familiar than any of us on how, how that works. And I thought it was a very interesting piece of technology that's out there to be able to, um, you know, learn lines without having another person there.
0: Oh, neat. So, so what did you do, Deborah? How did you handle that?
6: Well, I am by no means an expert because the play is a struggle. It's a struggle to learn all those lines i've been working with uh off book and then it's a free app and mm. i play all the parts but you can put the characters in there and so then i could put my name in there that elvira's parts and then it will ring a bell before and you can make it so that it mutes out hers or you can make it that there's a pause and then it says hers Oh. So I've been using that a lot. I also wrote down every line in two little notebooks to try to get all of the lines
5: that way. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a struggle.
0: But I mean, that helps. That's, yeah, writing helpful. helps. Yeah. So how, did you yeah. count your lines as well? No, I would have a heart attack. <laughs> I, don't <wanna> <laughs> I don't want to know. I <laughs> don't. Oh no! And, um, I said awesome. I
7: think that I will.
6: I I said I think I will make it, but. I'm gonna keep us all guessing until like that night that I'll
2: get it. So ugh. Oh. <laughs> It's been tough. And on top of that, Elvira, not to give too much of it away, right. but those familiar with Blythe spirit, mm-hmm. Elvira is playing our ghost. Mm-hmm. So not only does she, you know, have a British accent and she has all these lines, but then she's being a ghost on top of all of that. Wow. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> her family's pretty excited to come see her, though. I bet she she has a yeah she has a granddaughter that's terribly excited to see grandma be a ghost. There you go. And she, she
6: has her own ghost outfit to wear, so she's wants to wear it there to the. And I'm an elementary school teacher and a teacher librarian. Oh, so all of the kids are talking about it wanting to come and and watch i was doing lines out at
2: recess and so they were listening to mm-hmm. that all excited <laughs> about that excellent yeah wow. and then um tasha tasha plays our ruth and she is well pretty much with the size of the cast everybody has some kind of a lead uh, part but ruth is is the next person with don who really carries a majority of the script Tasha, again, she came by the way of Florence Players. Yeah. First time with us at the Mills Maskers. Yeah. And it's just been a delight getting to know her. She can tell you a little bit more about her experience as well.
7: Yeah, we saw you in here. Yes, <laughs> yes. That was absolutely a blast. I loved every minute of that. I texted my mom after I auditioned for that one. She thought I was kidding, but I said, Mom, I want to sing Weird Al and die. And she just lolled at me, and I'm like, no, really? i want to sing it weird out and die. And I ended up with the part. And oh, wow. um, this part couldn't be any farther from my days at Hint, though. I have 517 lines. I am personally using script rehearser or line rehearser. I forget mm. which one. But it also I had to input the lines and it'll it'll deem, or just play straight through. I can play the entire script or just the scene. So I have been trying very hard to learn my lines that way. Wow. Um, it has been definitely a uh, challenge. She says words like didactic can supercilious and I'm like <laughs> he does <"What?" laughs> here I'll, and I'm like talking around like I got like question marks over my head because I'm like
5: <laughs>
7: I <laughs> know the connotations of this here now I'm throwing out the word like connotation anyway <laughs> <laughs> Ruth, Ruth See it, is rubbing the off on you.
5: Yes. On, yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. She's becoming Ruth. <laughs> 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 the
3: things Ruth. you learn at the theater. That's right.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah the things you learn at the theater. Actually, yeah. yeah. Ken Ken is the one who's been helping us with the, all the really big words that we would get stumped on. Excellent. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, and Ken said Ken... he
0: was the voice of reason too in this play. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Hey, I've been helping with the big words because I'm a retired lawyer and I know a lot of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I play, a, oddly enough, a doctor, and uh, uh, he's the skeptic. He comes in and, and poo-poo's all the stuff that's going on, and takes care of everybody and fixes their wounds later on yeah. and. Uh, yeah. Just, just essentially uh he is the voice of reason. I have probably the fewest lines in the show but then again I'm the oldest guy in the cast and so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this stuff. I my first play with the masters was in
0: 1983.
3: Oh wow. Oh, okay. And, and I even did one at, at uh, Chanticleer in 1981, so I've been doing this a while.
5: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: And as I say, I took about five years off here lately, and I've been in three straight shows now. <laughs> there you go.
1: I know. Wow.
0: It's fun, and it's it's just...
1: You you come back, and you wonder why you ever left. Yeah. Uh, really well, curious. no, I know why I left. It's just like... <laughs> I'm not smart enough to quit. <laughs> oh. I love it. There we go.
2: Oh, um, Rita is our is playing our Madam Accardi. Uh-huh. Yes, she is.
1: The She's a troublemaker. And oh, I'm not well. sure why. I keep getting <laughs>
5: mentioned that they think I'm typecast for some reason. I don't <laughs> know.
0: Well, we have played well, cards with humanity with Rita and some, some very strong drink before after after no. a production. Yeah. After
2: music, man. It was awesome. We had a
7: lot of fun. So worried. we
0: got to know Rita really well right away. <laughs> it's been so much fun ever since. I'm so glad that you're getting to do this. And so you are a psychic medium in this play.
5: You forgot the lead word. I'm the crazy psychic medium.
1: Oh,
7: oh, sorry. Crazy oh.
0: psychic
1: medium.
7: Crazy
5: psychic. Well, they all think I'm crazy. And they called me old all the way through. Oh, that's
1: and
0: not very I nice.
5: I don't know. Yeah, you know. I may have to play up the face again.
1: Maybe you know.
0: We'll, see. well fun. I'm so excited that you're getting to do this play, really. It's been a while for you, hasn't it?
5: It's been the three years. I've still yeah. auditioned because mm-hmm. I love the audition. Right. But mm-hmm. right. you know, and I've auditioned for several things with Chris, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is- this is probably my biggest role ever, and I'm so excited. Oh. I'm they're all taking a chance on me. Congra- so.
0: Congratulations, and thank you for helping me get this podcast together. I really appreciate I, it. I oh,
5: know. I was <laughs> excited to do this. I think you guys are doing an awesome job.
0: Oh, so. well, thank you. Thank
2: you. We, uh... And so is Rita. Rita is doing yes. an awesome job.
1: I bet she, she is. is.
2: She is. She is a delight. Oh, and um, I hugged my oval listen to you. you. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, she's got some really great lines that we've... Started to use in our everyday language, Cutting <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> some oval team and yeah, believe it or not, yes, Madam, Madam McCarty, she is quite the character, and Rita really brings all of that to life. Oh wow! And um, you know, when you have a, a, a cast that um, has to carry so much of the show because there's not a lot of scene changes, it all takes place on, in you know one living room uh, set. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's just not a lot of the you know, things sometimes that would go with a three act play, right? A lot of flourishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So really they become the storytellers and listening to them is just so wonderful, all of them, all together. I I sit there and I listen to just this conversation that they're having about what's going on in the, the life of the condomines and um, it's just a, it's it's just a great being to to, it's like listening to an audio book, kind of, that you can just really get lost in. You know, if you just sit and you listen to the story, you're like, "This is a lot of fun. This is a great story. I wonder what's going to happen next." Oh, so
0: fun. Well, yeah. And, and Carrie, is this your first time directing?
2: No, uh, not my not my first. Um, I uh, directed other shows at the Mills Maskers. Um, I've been on the board of directors there for about. 23 years now, 22, 23. Uh, It it went by in a blink, Um, you know.
1: Always does. uh,
2: yeah. So it's just um the nice thing about community theater, like you said, you can get as little or and as much involved as you'd like.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And
2: there's so many opportunities to do so many different things. You know, you can do costumes, you can direct, you can take tickets, you can help with concessions, um, and everything in between. Backstage. Um
1: Yes, always need uh, backstage. Yeah.
2: Yes. Uh all of those things. Um uh, well, uh, and Nancy Wright um, is one of our other cast members. She plays the doctor's wife, Mrs. Broadman.
1: Okay.
2: And Nancy was in the original production of Blythe Spirit that the Mills Maskers did. And Nancy's been at the theater f- 40 years, Ken? Like,
3: since the. Yeah, she was. Yeah. We did Arsenic and Olase in 1983, and that was like her third or fourth show at the Masters. Wow.
2: Yeah, yeah. So she's been performing, and, and Nancy does uh, everything as well, and she does a great job at all of it. She's directed a lot of our shows um, at the Mills Maskers, and you know, to have her in the cast uh, is just a lot of depth and a lot of experience. And she loves theater, and you can tell, um, and she's she's so good at it. Um, so I guess that's the other thing I would say about community theater, anybody who wants to get involved, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just don't be scared. Just go out, find that thing that you like, even if it's just taking tickets for the first time, Mm -hmm. um, because you really can find, um, people who will mentor you, you know, you, um, show you the ropes. You have a wide variety of ages that are usually involved in, comu- you know, community theater yeah. and a wide variety of experiences. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everybody can just learn from one another. Yes. And it's it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the other uh, cast member, Sarah Kittle, plays our maid, Edith. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've known Sarah since uh, she was probably about five or six years old. It's oh. uh, she, ah, <laughs> great. She's same age as my daughter, and she's in her, um, you know, she's that age. <laughs> but yeah, I've known, I've known, I've known Sarah a long time. I've known her since she was a little girl, <laughs> and um, and now she has children of her own, actually. So uh, it's been fun, and Sarah's done shows. Uh, I don't know. I think she said she was. Twelve, maybe when she did her first show at the Mills Maskers. Oh wow! And yeah, and that would be like twenty years ago. Right. So, um, she's she's doing a a delightful um, job with uh, Edith as well. So, it's just um just a fun place to hang out with people and you know enjoy theater. Right. Well,
3: and as Barry said, there's so much you can do at the theater. For like ten years, it wasn't an official set if I didn't bleed on it.
1: Uh, because yes. i built them all <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> you know you build sets you can uh do all sorts of stuff yes. kind of, uh we built we have built in the past some really elaborate sets that were yes. a lot of oh. fun to do
2: yeah so well how- and don when, how old were you when you were out at the mills masters for the first time
4: um i was 17 and that was my first community theater oh, experience wow. yeah. uh, i started very late but we're here now
2: Aww. yeah that's, and you've uh you've participated in lots of different ways um besides uh being on stage uh, because again it's like an all hands on deck kind of yeah. thing right
4: mm-hmm. yeah i've done some backstage stuff i've helped with flights a couple of times it's been it's been it's been fun yeah. And he choreographed uh, We Will Rock You. Yeah, I think. Uh, choreographed on.
3: So it's yeah. A big
4: play. Yeah, we chore- we did that show last year and I was a choreographer and I was also in it. And our next upcoming show, I am also scheduled to choreograph that. So I'm super, super stoked for it.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of the great things about small community theaters is that you really get a lot of experience and you can mm-hmm. get into a place where you feel comfortable trying new things because you feel like you're in a safe space.
4: Most and- definitely.
0: And I'm just curious. So, how, so Mills Maskers has been there for more than twenty years, obviously. So, how did it get started? Yes. Do you guys know how it got started?
2: Uh, yes, yes. Um, back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> day. Um, yes, back in the day. There, um, <laughs> a couple of gentlemen, Terry Barton and Bill Rowe. And some of their friends, um, and and feel free to correct me along the way here, Ken. But you know, as the as the goes, then. okay, <laughs> it was, it's, it's almost it's almost, I think we're almost at forty five years. Oh, um, wow. I, I think we're closing in on forty
3: five years. So I, the he, poster on the wall shows that uh, no Opry at the Opry House tonight was nineteen seventy seven.
2: Okay. All right. Yep. Wow. So. Yeah. These, these two gentlemen met along the way uh, in Glenwood. They discovered, you know, they liked theater. They, um, they had friends that liked to do theater. So they started um, putting these shows together and a melodrama was one of the first ones that they did. And they would perform in all different places around uh, the, the city of Glenwood. They would perform um, and at the elementary school because it had a really nice stage and then there was a stage where they could perform up at uh, the state school in Glenwood and then there was I think a a couple of times they performed in the upstairs of this really nice barn where they would haul all the set pieces and all the furniture up a straight ladder into this barn wall oh yeah there's pictures of that (laughs) And it, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful barn. It was gorgeous um, on that loft. But, yeah, they hauled everything up with ropes wow. um, up into this this loft of this barn. And so they did that um, for, for quite a while, maybe 10-ish years. And then they decided that they wanted to build a building, and they did. And the very first show that they did once they built the building was Oklahoma. Oh. Yeah. And, yep, and they got the four walls up. And there, there was a dirt floor. There was no seating except hay bales. Uh-huh. There, there was no heat. <laughs> it was <clears throat> a great introduction uh, for our, their for the christening of their new building. Wow! And it is a building that we that we, we still perform out of. Um, <laughs> we we do have seats though, just so you know. Yeah, Nobody hey. has to come and sit on a hay bale. No more hay bales.
1: <laughs> Although that's kind of perfect so. for Oklahoma though. Yes, it was. It was perfect uh, yeah, for Oklahoma. Completely but, perfect. Yeah. Yes. But we have
2: we have seats and heat now. So yeah, Yay. it's all
1: it's all good. <laughs> all the modern inconveniences. <laughs> and we've
2: remodeled a couple of different several different times. Mm. After the building was built and had been used for many years, we took everything out of the building and dug a basement. Oh. So nice. yeah, there's no no limit to the crazy things that we will say, wow. you know what? Let's, let's try this. Uh-oh. So really the hard work and ambition of a core group of people back in the day that loved theater and liked the, the fact that it involved community. Mm-hmm. You know, you can invite community of all ages to do a, a little bit of everything. Right. And musicals are always fun when you can involve orchestras and people who play instruments. And mm-hmm. it's just a whole other outlet for cre- creative expression.
0: So nice to see smaller communities come together and and do something like this.
5: There's kids and grandkids of Barton and Rowe that are still a part of it, too. Uh, Yes. Carried over.
2: Yes, that's right, Rita. Yes, thank you, Rita. Sam Neff is doing our lights and sounds for us. And Sam is the grandson of Bill Rowe. Oh, oh,
7: okay.
2: mm -hmm, Yep. And Sam's mom, Becky, heavily involved in the theater over all these years. Wow. She, I think she was in high school when they started it or got to the point where she got very involved and has been involved for, you know, decades now. All of her family is, actually. I think
0: it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm and bunch, yeah. I know people are getting more comfortable going back to theater right now because the numbers are going down. So it's so it's good to know that you guys are prepped and ready for it.
1: Yes.
3: I will say yeah. this is a really good show. One of the reasons I wanted to do this show in particular was because it was written by Noel Coward
0: and
5: I've
3: done uh, Anything Goes several years ago and that was such a blast that yeah. I knew that this would be good I've been doing this all my life my first show I was in second grade I played a gardener, I think it was and we <laughs> sang a little song and got some applause and went off the stage and I was hooked <laughs> and it's, I, I do this, it's a relief relaxation and just a hell of a lot of fun yeah. And Maskers is a family.
1: It certainly sounds like it.
7: Yeah. And
3: what about Tasha?
7: Well, actually this is my first time out with the Maskers, and I've just been dumbfounded, honestly, by the acceptance and everything. I'm probably one of the most ones fumbling over the lines and generally being scared and everybody's is particularly Rita and Carrie have been really big backers for me. Rita's been, hey, let's get together Saturday. We can run some lines. And, and Carrie has has called and put my mind at ease. She's like, you know what? You're doing good. She actually took the time. And I do feel mm. very much that everybody's been with everybody else for a while and they have this kind of family feel and I don't feel like I'm barging in at all. I feel very welcome and um, (laughs) I'm That's
2: so nice. (laughs) Thank you. We're all I'm I'm glad we Yes.
5: And I wasn't Annie. At Mills Maskers back in 2014. Yeah. So I did live in Glenwood, so a lot of the Glenwood friends are still down there. So mm-hmm. even, all, even though I've gone to other places and other uh, show platforms, those friends keep following me on Facebook, which that mm-hmm. is awesome. So yeah. And Tasha, who we met uh, auditioning, actually.
7: So. Yes. <laughs> Always surprised me and never surprised. Oh wait, now I'm a bride. Well you're a bride with <laughs> <a> five hundred and seventeen lines. <laughs> <eyes. laughs>
5: I think I have half of that and I'm proud of you,
7: Tasha. <laughs> and and I've never seen you sparkle like in this in this character. You're kind of these so amazing. Everybody's gonna love you. Oh, and Deborah goodness too. Goodness. I'm 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 here. I get to say the lines, but they are absolutely the sparkle. I mean, Rita's just moving around and Deborah just has this voice, this cackle, and it's the most amazing <laughs> thing I think I've ever <laughs> heard. <laughs> well
4: don't don't count yourself, Short. You do an awesome job too. <clears throat>
7: oh
5: i'm (laughs) dying. we are a very small cast but we have a lot of fun and we're on and off stage a lot and yet you know we feed off of each other and we help Mm. each other which is good
0: right yeah definitely you know it's kind of funny um this is our second podcast that we've done today um and we were talking to the director of another theater and they and he was talking about how close the cast was that he had never seen a cast be this close so quickly and a lot of them didn't know each other and i feel like that's the same thing that's happening with you all i mean you you did kind of know each other before you did this but just think of how close that you're getting and i'm i'm wondering if it's more the pandemic that you know now we're kind of like get you're kind (laughs) of able to kind of breathe and take a breath and loosen things up a little bit and People are just so excited to get back into theater and and to and to feel this um, camaraderie yeah, again. Get back
1: and connect again.
0: So it's just kind of funny. This is like the theme of the day. It's in the stars for well,
5: you guys. <laughs>
7: well,
5: <laughs> and, have to get um, together and have friends and share and yeah, you know, if if we can help somebody else to feel better,
2: that's right. the whole point. Right. We're definitely... And theater, I think one of the things in the pandemic was that. Uh, you can't take theater for granted. Yeah. In the fact that something, especially in Omaha, where there's so much of it all the time, yes. it all came to a screeching halt. And Don experienced that firsthand uh, because batch- back in March of 2020, um, we were in the middle of Mama Mia. Mm-hmm. We were doing Mama Mia, and Don had uh, one of the lead parts in that. And he can speak to how disappointing it was that they only got to do one weekend yeah. Yeah. and then the week. Oh, yeah yeah
4: yeah it was very very heartbreaking because in that show particular uh i've been doing shows at like Ms. masks for about like five or six years now and that show in particular was the most like everybody was putting more than 100 percent in and it was just so big and our first like three performances, we sold out every night, and like we were still so revved to do like the next weekend and have a great closing. And then all of a sudden, it was just gone. And yeah. we we tried to revive the show about a month and a half later, and then it just it just wasn't possible. And we finally just put it to sleep. And it was mm. it, it was hard for everybody.
7: It so. is yeah. It's yeah, to- Rita mentioned about us possibly doing the melodrama at the Florentine, and that was actually axed. Um, before. When we were still rehearsing, here it is, like almost three years later, and the director has emailed us. And I, I said, I don't know. I'm kind of busy at the moment. Get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Tight answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. I mean, everybody was just heartbroken we made a little video and everything sure. yeah sure, sure. so coming back to having this again has been just a marker that maybe in some form life can return to normal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Let's not say that too loud though. (laughs) Right. I love to see rural theater and I
0: love to see people doing creative things outside of just where they are. They're just doing it where they are. They're not driving into the city necessarily to, to see it all the time. They're out there doing it and I think it's so exciting that you guys have this wonderful little theater to go to and so many exciting cast members. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Deborah, how many, I know you've been in other shows at the Mills Maskers. What, what would you say your favorite thing is about being in the shows?
6: I love it because it's such a family and I think that all of the shows that I've ever seen there and I've seen a lot are always top notch. We haven't said very much about Carrie and one thing that she does a is she is a costume phenomenon. I mean, she is. You don't really know who you are, even when you read the lines. But when she puts you in that costume, then that's complete. And you know what you are doing. I mean, she really has a good eye for that and really brings that. And she has done that for countless shows. So... Mm. Yeah,
2: she's
3: well, pretty amazing. You. She didn't tell you. She hasn't told you that. But yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she did make oh. me into
1: Bill Sykes. So there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, and and Deborah got to wear the cutest little polyester three piece suit that we found up in the in, up in the costume room one day. Yeah, is this set in the forties when it was written, or? It is. I can't well remember. the okay. thirties.
1: Yeah, it rather. was
2: yeah, it was written in nineteen forty one. Is actually nineteen forty one was the first time it was shown on, on a stage. Okay. In London. Okay. It was in London in nineteen forty one. And it did run on Broadway as well in the States. Okay. What's interesting, I guess, about the timing of it, when you look at the script, the original Play opened in july of 1941 in london which would have been oh. not even five months before the beginning of world war ii so that was six months before pearl harbor ken was telling me you know he he was like well europe was already in the war yeah. uh, that was already going on oh, yeah. and so that makes you go huh so so all that's going on and no coward writes this this farce this comedy that includes you know having a a a dead wife and and you kind of wonder like how is that supposed to play? (laughs) Yeah. You know who's who's gonna go see this?
1: Complete distraction. Yeah. That's
2: exactly right. That theater offers you that distraction. We all get up and we live our everyday lives and, and we know that you know there's not happy things going on in the world at any given time. But art can give you that escape it gives you that moment to just kind of regroup again you're you're listening to this story and it really is this uh spirit is really just a story about people Mm -hmm. and and people reacting to their lives and and what they're doing with it and and it's a drama but it's a comedy and i think i think we all need both of those things in our lives Mm -hmm. as, as a balance so definitely yeah
0: yeah! Oh, how exciting! I'm so glad you guys are doing this, and I, I'm I'm ha- I'm excited to to see it. I'm I'm really happy to meet all of you, and I can just feel your excitement for this particular production and and your parts. And I just know Rita, Rita, especially. I know this is this is a new role for you when you said one of your biggest roles. So I know this is a very exciting show for all of you.
5: Yes, I'm looking forward to it. We have a lot. Ash and I have been doing a lot of extras on the side. I know the others have been meeting on the side as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun when it all falls together. Well, and I
2: know, uh, Rita, you're bringing us a cheering section, aren't you? you you've she's recruited a lot of of our audience so far okay (laughs) so i have a large
5: family all my people from work wanted to come i've got all my friends that i have on facebook and i just keep sharing and and i have awesome theater friends like the two that are doing this podcast so Absolutely. you gotta show the fun when you're doing it so yeah that's what i'm doing
0: absolutely
2: i know you you guys are all gonna be great we had a little um uh, change in our opening night oh. our opening night will actually be saturday march the 12th so we're okay the- oh. okay yeah we're gonna open on uh, saturday march the 12th
1: oh yeah very good so uh so the show will run the show opens march 12th and runs through the 20th that That'll Fridays and Saturdays at 7.30 and Sundays at 2.
0: Thank you guys so much for taking the time and talking with us. We wish you all the best. Break all the legs. Yes, break
1: all the legs. Yeah. I know all your
0: hard work is going to pay off.
2: Thank you to everyone. Thank you, thank you for having us. And again, I just like to say thank you to the cast. They've worked really hard. They've done a fabulous job. It's just been a pleasure, and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys all at the theater. Wonderful. Thanks. And
1: thanks for sharing. Plat- River Bard is awesome. Oh, yeah. you. <laughs> well, thank you, one and all, to the director and the cast of *Blythe Spirit* by Noel Coward. And that will be going on at Mills, Maskers in Glenwood, Iowa.
0: Thank you. Thank, Thank you guys.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> Yay! Now we can say whatever we want. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.